to anybody listening. Um, welcome to Everybody is a Somebody, um, the podcast where we listen to the stories of others. Uh, my name is Joey, and I'm joined here by Cole. Say hello, Cole. Howdy. Yeah, hey, how's, how's it going? It going? Uh, pretty good. Um, Cole has a, a story to tell us today, but before we get into that, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Kolsky? Where, you, uh, where, you, where are you from? What do you do? You know, small stuff. All right. Um, guess we'll just start from the beginning. Um, little Dutch boy uh, grew <laughs> up in the small town of uh, Kautz, Indiana. Yeah. I have uh, three other siblings, um, all older than me. I am the baby. Hmm. Um, pretty much lived in this small town my entire life. Uh, and then once getting out of high school, uh, went to college, took place in South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> great great little city um in college i studied uh special education um went on from there to then uh move down to indy uh with my current wife wife. just in case not your future wife as well just in case (laughs) (laughs) no it's both it's both i'm gonna clear that right now it's also future (laughs) uh yeah but uh and that's where i'm currently residing in indianapolis loving it down here um but i would say it was a pretty normal childhood growing up um just did a lot of a lot of sports here and there and having siblings who are also very competitive i just i was always active so did a lot of stuff like that um i would say the reason I wanted to go into special education um, had a lot to do with growing up with a buddy of mine, uh, Sam Spaulding, which you know of as well. Yeah, I know Sam. Um, and uh, I mean, I grew up with him. He lived close by. I went to his house pretty much daily. And he has a sister, uh, Julie, who has Down syndrome. And I think it just really had a big impact on my upbringing. And that's why I wanted to go into special education. So that's uh, that's where I'm at now at a school down here, south of Indy. Been there for it's going to be three years when I'm done with this school year, which has been an odd one with COVID. But yeah, I'm um, sure. But it's been going well. Yeah, that's great, man. You know, it's it is cool to hear. Um, it's me and Cole have been friends for uh, the majority of my life. Um, uh, probably since like the fifth grade, right? For sure. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, when did, when did you come over to Cout? Uh, I've been, I went to Cout since my first, first grade. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think we didn't have any classes together until like the fifth grade. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I knew who you were until then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we've been friends since like the fifth grade and uh, it is really cool to see you go out and do um, something that's really like really important in in like the major out view of society. You know, there's a lot of people out there who don't have the patience or don't have the, uh, the drive to work with special needs people. So it is really cool to um, see you do it and, and hear about what it's like and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no. It's not easy, I'll admit. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, 
I just start off. It's not a not high paying job, so no, that's, yeah, uh, no, that's a rough part. And I mean, you get pulled left and right and into a thin, thin, uh, thin line, and it's just it wears on you. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm sure. I I, I can't imagine. Um, I will say, uh, in high school, if somebody would ask me what you were gonna do, um with your life i i don't know if i would have chosen this <laughs> that's fair uh, i want to know what you thought what what, did you uh, think what i think be? you would do um hmm, <laughs> I, I don't i don't really know to be exact i mean i i could see you going out um maybe a garbage man or <laughs> Uh, maybe like uh, man, I don't know, like a good janitor. I feel like you would have been a real good janitor. <laughs> no, I'm hey just kids, yeah. I'll teach you a lesson. When I was in high school, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you would have been a real killer with a mop. But you know, you went a different route, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much no, anything no, I, I do, I would have killed it. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's. Um, all kidding aside, no, I think you're doing uh, a great job. Like it is really cool to see in here. And, uh, I, I know you, were, yeah, I know you were, uh, coaching the basketball team at that school. Yeah. You know, I mean, just getting that eighth grade championship, but nothing, <laughs> nothing but a thing, you know, just another yeah, trophy on the wall, you know, just yeah, hang that yeah. one up. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, that was fun so yeah at the school i teach i coached eighth grade basketball and um you know i i really tried to be uh kind of a hard ass on them on the kids <laughs> but uh it was it was fun you know getting to just i that was probably one of my most favorite sports to play in high school um even though i don't know i was i think i was just average at it but mm-hmm. it was fun to coach these kids and give them some knowledge and just uh I mean, I had so many different coaches over the years that they all taught me something different, and I felt like I could use that because um, I feel like sports, in, in, at least in my family, um, I learned so much from sports other than just being in school content classes, you know, for academics, mm-hmm. and I feel like you just learned so much social-wise, I mean, in teamwork, like working with coworkers now, like just working with teammates who I liked or disliked, you know? So mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. it was a big building block in my life. So it, it was fun to be able to do that with kids as well. Yeah, no, that is, it is a good thing. It definitely teaches you um, patience and teamwork and stuff like that. Um, that's why I didn't play sports in high school. Cause I, I don't do good on teamwork, but um, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, um, I think we uh, we could just jump right into the the story that you're going to tell us today. Sure, yeah, that you works. Know, so go, yeah, go right ahead and let's take dive into it dive in the deep it. end. You know, <laughs> um, so I feel like my particular story is like it's not one moment, but it's I, I guess it it's probably I wanted to look back and think of something that's impacted my life the most mm. when doing this podcast and i would say uh the biggest thing are is the effects of the disease that i carry that i will carry the rest of my life uh which is crohn's yeah um i was uh which 
if those of you who don't know Crohn's, um, it's a gastrointestinal disease that, uh, it affects your, I mean, for lack of medical terms, it just affects your stomach. I mean, your pain in your stomach, it, mm-hmm. um, started when I was really young. Um, and I was just kind of thinking back of like, what are major things that just happened to my body in general when I was younger? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, well, there's some random stuff like that I could bring up, like, uh, where I, I got the hammer to the eye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that scar right next to my eye. I just yeah. pulled the cloth off the table and the hammer part just hit me right next to the eye. So got that scar for life. Yeah. Um, got a stick in my knee once. Uh, <laughs> it just crawling around in the backyard. Uh, I was probably like eight or something like that. I thought you were going to say 23. Nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of crawling. <laughs> At the age of 23. But, <laughs> but that was a gnarly one with a, I mean, it went all the way in and then it just cracked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it went down my leg. Like it just oh, snapped brutal. and then went down. And then a year later, a splinter came out of my knee. Oh, looked like a toothpick because it was just oh, like man. thin and stuff. But that was cool. But, um, other, oh, and the other thing I wanted that happened to my body is that a firework hit me in the head oh like i literally could have died i'm pretty sure um but that was pretty gnarly um and then but nothing compares to starting off with this crohn's disease when i was i think it was like eight years old or nine years old oh wow um which is pretty young to be uh Diagnosed? I guess diagnosed, yeah, with Crohn's. Uh, normally, I guess it happens at an older age. Um, so it's kind of rare that it, like, I will, I guess you always have it. Like, you're basically born with it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't start affecting you until, like, a way later age um, or middle age, I think. But um, so it was kind of rare. But I remember the first, I, I call them flares. Um, and it's basically just the pain that it causes. And the first flare I got, I was in Florida on vacation. We would go every year uh, to Fort Myers, Florida for spring break. And I just remember like it, I mean, it felt like a knife was stabbing me in the stomach. Like it's, it's that not pain that just awful. Yeah, it was brutal. And I remember I was so, I was so pissed off cause I just couldn't go swim at the pool. I mean, I was in Florida, so I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, my parents, my mom just thought I was just sick, like with a virus or something. Uh, so, just hung out. But then it would reoccur, like, maybe a couple hours later. Like, after that, I'd be fine. Then a flare-up again. And I used to have to, like, drop to the ground and just kind of get in, like, fetal position. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was bad. And that just kind of kept going on. And so eventually my mom was like, well, we need to get this looked at. So she took me to a couple different doctors and they couldn't figure it out. Um, so it was kind of scary because we were starting to freak out. Uh, and my mom was like, well, someone needs to tell me what's wrong with my kid. Like <laughs> he's... Yeah. He's dropping to the ground in pain. 
so what is happening? And I remember um, in Valpo, we went to a doctor. And this doctor literally told my mom that I was faking it. And that I was trying to get out of school. And yeah, I, I, it was insane. And my mom was like, okay, yeah. All right. We're not seeing you ever again or whatever. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, so eventually, um, kind of full circle here. We went down to Indy to Riley's. Yeah. Yeah. You see how I brought that around there? Yeah. That was a good, uh, good storytelling point there. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, (laughs) plan that. (laughs) So, so yeah, we came down to Indy and we saw this doctor at Riley's, which I mean, to me, Riley's is like the big dog of children's hospitals. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this one doctor, um, he's like, all right, well, let's see what we can find. And he was able to, we did a few tests here and there. Um, and he was able to figure out, he's like, yeah, you got a uh, Crohn's. So, uh, we were kind of shocked. We were like, okay, what does that mean from here on out? Uh, and the doctor's like, well, uh, we don't know yet. We're going to hmm. have to figure out something to obviously help him with his pain because I mean, it was just, it didn't matter what I did. I could just flare up and no, didn't matter where I was. I'd just have to, uh, if I was in public, I'd have to suck up that pain. And normally I, you can, you would see me like hunch over mm-hmm. and I would just walk weird or I would try to go sit down and just take the pain, which was awful. But if I was at home, I would just lay down on the ground and wait till it was over. Basically. How um, long do they usually last? Uh, it varied, I would say, but, um, they would, they would last, uh, I would say like 10 minutes or, or a little longer sometimes. Yeah. It wasn't like just a one and done, like a, Ooh, you got stabbed. Boom. Shank. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shank. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, they would last a little while. And the other thing was like certain foods, which till this day, certain foods I eat can sometimes make it pretty bad mm-hmm. it was normally like red sauce foods uh which oh, okay. they found to be pretty common uh something like that or like heavy desserts like so if i'm like eating a whole cake one night you know or something <laughs> uh that could be uh pretty affecting to it but um but that was the scary part is like so back to the doctor he's like yeah we got to figure out what will work for him because different things work for different people so mm-hmm so then, which was almost like the worst part, was they just had to do t- so many different experiences. Like, not experiences, sorry, experiments, okay. just to figure out what would work. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I remember one time I had to sleep in the hospital with, like, literally, it was like a spacesuit bubble helmet. Damn. Like, they're like, okay, just go to sleep. And we're going to see, uh, because yeah. at this point too, they weren't only testing to see what was going to help me. They were also mm-hmm. testing to see like for research wise, because, right. because I was a young age, so it's rare. So they wanted to see the effects and all that. So I was like, I was kind of like a lab rat kind of style, oh, wow. which, yeah, it was kind of weird because I didn't really like, 
I didn't really think about it like that at that age. I was like, man, they're just like, because like that one where I was sleeping over the night in this space helmet, they're like, uh, this is not trying to find anything to help me for my treatment. Right, <laughs> they're just yeah. testing like maybe my sleep pattern or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I have Crohn's and I'm, I'm like nine or ten years old at this at this point. But um, yeah, so it was weird. But um, there was also so many different like MRIs they were doing and stuff like that which oh my gosh that sucked because you'd have to drink this like chalky paste stuff to and it would like show up in the mri because it like lines your organs or your esophagus and stuff or or they do one of the worst things which is a bit graphic but they put scopes in me you know down my throat and stuff like that and that was I, I mean, luckily they knocked me out for that. So that was good. But, uh, yeah. yeah, like, and so there was so many different things. And, uh, finally they found out, uh, medicine that I can take. Um, uh, and I take it through till, uh, I mean today I still take it. Um, every eight to nine weeks I get an infusion and it is an IV hooked up and, uh, they just, flow this medicine through this bag for i sit there for about three hours and then i'm good to go and it's like i don't even have crohn's anymore like it the medicine works so well uh it's really good yeah and now now ultimately i'm at this point in my life where they're like so the next decision is do you want to get off of the medicine and see what happens because they're like there's a possibility that you could be good to go for a good majority of your life without seeing any more side effects mm-hmm. um, because it'll never go away. Right. Right. Or you can stay on it for as long as you want, you know, um, and just keep going. And that's kind of the, the scary part is, is that if I go off of it and then all of a sudden my, these flares start to come back, um, I can't go back on that medicine because they said at that point, your body would then be immune to it. And yeah. So it's like a huge decision that kind of actually makes me very nervous today. Yeah. So if they have, if, if you decide you want to take the, take the risk and get off of it, do they have a plan B for you or is it like, you're going to have to start all over again? Um, so plan B is to go to another medicine probably that'd be their first choice. Um, but there's no guarantee that, you know, yeah. I'm going to take to that medicine or not. Mm-hmm. Cause some people it like the medicine that I'm on, it's called Remicade. Some people can take that and it doesn't work for them. So mm-hmm. they take a different type of medicine. Right. Um, right. Just like any disease. Yeah. So it's like, it's uh, it could work. I mean, I could go on some other medicine if it doesn't work, or uh, it could be another round of just trials trying to figure out what's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's rough. Um, yeah, I know, I know you. Uh, when we first met, I know, I mean, not not to like dive too far into it if you don't feel comfortable answering. I know no, you had to take I'm down. Uh, you had to take steroids, right? Oh yeah, no, I was weightlifting a lot, so that's why I just I steroids. And... <laughs> that was not related. <laughs> yeah, unrelated. Yeah, no, I just been lifting, so I'm trying Straight to get this away. bean pole to bulk up here. 
<laughs> no, yeah. So uh, that was one of the, I would say, experiments. Yeah, uh, roids doing mm-hmm. some steroids. You know, they're like yeah. uh, these have been well. And now another thing is the steroids can help um, with like initiating the medicine, like okay. when you first start taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually was the case for me. They're like, you're going to take a round of these steroids and then we're going to start with the Remicade and stuff. Now, now that was a, that part of my life, dude, that sucked. Cause yeah. that was, I think that was fifth grade. Yeah. yeah so that, I think grade. that's when we first met is in fifth grade is when you were yeah. doing those. And you met this chubby yeah. freaking blonde <laughs> kid. <laughs> Your face kind of blew up from it. Oh man. And blow up is an understatement, dude, because I mean, I, I'm a pretty skinny kid at that fifth grade, yeah. you know, You're pretty still skinny am dude a, now. Yeah. yeah, I still am a, sk- a skinny kid. So <laughs> what was weird is like my, my face was like a balloon. Like mm-hmm. it was, and I mean, you remember, I mean, yeah, not I to remember. be dramatic, but it was like, I remember, I, I remember our good buddy, Nikki, yeah. <laughs> I show up to school and it's basically like the first day that it's really showing. Mm-hmm. And Nikki asked me if I was holding my breath. <laughs> Jeez. Like, that's literally what it looked like. Like, I was holding my breath. And yeah. I remember those days, I was like, I begged not to go to school because I was like, this is just brutal, embarrassing, especially in fifth yeah. grade. You're like, yeah, you do grade. not want to be looking like a freaking balloon on the top of your head. And then, yeah. The balloon string is the rest of my body, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like a lollipop. <laughs> I was, yeah, a yeah. bit top heavy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so those that was the worst, probably. Yeah, yeah. that sucked. But, I don't remember uh, that. I don't remember that lesson very long though. Like maybe what no. all of fifth grade, and then it, you got off of yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, I actually I do take a different kind of steroid right now, and that's also with each infusion they just inject mm-hmm. it in the IV. Um, but that's, that has no effect on my body that I know of, but, uh, I guess one, uh, positive thing that came out from that is, uh, like my neck is like super stretchy. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> my neck skin, it's, yeah. like, it's real um, stretchy now. So that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you could probably pick me up like a dog, like a little puppy dog. Like, a, yeah. Yeah, the puppy flap in the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay. Now, now, um, you since you've gone through it, uh, what do you think the worst treatment you've received so far is? Like, what was the worst experiences as far as treatment goes? Dude. Was it the steroids? Okay. Uh, no, I guess not. The probably the worst. Like, I mean, the most embarrassing was that steroid part because yeah. other fifth graders don't even. They can't know, comprehend like, it. Yeah. yeah, like what the what the heck's wrong with you, dude? Like you just eat so much over the yeah. year or what? <laughs> yeah, just my face got back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I would say uh, it's the worst part was I had to do a scope surgery or whatever, and so they need to look inside my intestines and with this camera, and there cannot be anything inside of you. Uh, it's kind of like when people get like a colonoscopy, you know, like yeah, you, yeah. you have to clear your body out. Yeah, you have to be and dude, they gave you this, like I couldn't eat like the whole day. Mm-hmm. It was like the whole day and a half or something. And then at night you have to drink this stuff that tastes so bad, dude. It, it was the worst tasting thing I've ever tasted. 
Oh. And it's this clear liquid, and it's room temp, and uh, it can't looks even chill like, it. No, no, <laughs> and it literally it looks like water. Uh, it's clear, and you have to drink like like a whole cup of it, not just like a just shot the, of it. Yeah, it's a whole cup of it, and I mean, essentially, essentially, it's it's a laxative, basically. Mm-hmm. And this thing just clears you out, which I mean, don't want to be too graphic, but kind of hanging out on the toilet most of the time. But, uh, (laughs) but just getting that glass down did was the worst. Uh, Oh, cause I hate, I wanted to throw up every time, but I can't throw it up because you just have to need it it in your system. Yeah. Yeah. To finish it, you know, to flush yourself. So it's like, and then you can't drink anything to knock off the taste because uh-huh. then that would be putting stuff in your body right yeah <laughs> so it was like yo oh. you need to drink this and then uh suffer the consequences the next yeah. eight hours after that and it's just getting it down took me like two hours because it was so bad oh god uh, that would probably be the worst yeah that was awful yeah that's that's yeah i can't imagine that that disgusting taste um yeah. so the um the one thing i want to ask you is about like what what does Crohn's do to you other than the pain like what are the side effects of it and like like is it just that you get these sharp pains in your stomach all the time or is it like is there something else like it's mostly that but um there are like uh I guess what normally goes along with the symptoms of um Crohn's and Mm -hmm. I think that kind of goes along with the medicine I'm taking too um is weaker bones Oh, wow. So, yeah. So a lot of times, um, which I probably never admit in front of people because, uh, <laughs> but my, my knees, uh, often have a lot of pain, like my joints oh, areas. Really? Yeah. Maybe my elbows or shoulder area. Yeah. And that's a common side effect. Um, which is always, it was something my doctor always said, like, you need to take a lot of calcium like you need to drink a lot of milk and Mm -hmm. if you're not going to be drinking milk you need to be taking calcium pills which i still do to this day i mean when i remember but yeah (laughs) yeah uh so yeah that was gonna be that was gonna be my other question is like is there any serious side effects to the medicine you take uh not no actually not really i mean like the day i take it i'm normally kind of fatigued afterwards um just like a little tired but other than that no like it really which is awesome because great yeah yeah there's nothing really that adds to that so oh man yeah that is rough yeah but i i I like to think like you know uh, it was it was pretty rough growing up with it uh especially at a young age just comprehending like i'm gonna have a disease the rest of my life like and i Mm -hmm. gotta take medicine and i don't know uh, I was going to say, because Crohn's is kind of a new disease, isn't it? I, I would kind of maybe. I, I mean, they do say it's like generational, like they get, it passes down, which I've had like a couple of my aunts have it as well. Oh, okay. So, But uh, at, maybe it's been around for a while. They just call it something different. Like, yeah. Something like, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's relatively new, I would say, maybe. Not, I yeah. mean, I don't before, know too much yeah, about before the they, Yeah, before they just called it knife stomach syndrome. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just got the old savvies. The um, old savvies. 
Um, but, you know, it, it, it is cool. I mean, it is cool to, to be able to talk to you about it. And it is cool to hear you, uh, one, to hear you being so cool about it and being able yeah. to jo- like joke about it and stuff. And then uh, two, to hear that you're doing better and that everything's looking up. Yeah, it is cool. And I feel like it kind of formed me to the person I am today, you know, to just, you're going to, you know, this is your life. Just get used to it and just battle and move forward, you know? So it's it's not like I won't consider myself like someone who's been fighting off a disease, you know, like people who have maybe someone has cancer. I mean, that's, that's a battle. I mean, so like, I don't consider myself like a, you know, I would say a survivor or something. Right, right, right. I just think I've, I've found a medicine that works. So I've gotten lucky with that. And it's like, it's the only thing that really affects me nowadays are like sometimes food, just, you never know. It's kind of a risk, like Mm -hmm. risk it for the biscuit kind of style, which is the way I live. So it's cool. (laughs) Uh, is we like, I don't know if I should eat that pizza, but I'm definitely going to eat it because yeah, you got to take a shot in the dark sometimes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, but, uh, so I don't really like let it affect my daily life. I say every once in a while, um, I mean, I definitely get more stomach problems, stomach pains than probably the average person. Um, mm-hmm which I'm sure my wife can attend to that. Uh, she yeah. knows she like uh, she knows when I, I'm in pain because I'll just start like not talking as much. I'll mm-hmm. be just chilling and sweating maybe sometimes too. Like starting getting my body starts getting really hot. So oh, okay. <laughs> other people don't, don't normally can't tell that I'm like in pain after I've maybe eaten something or something, but okay. she can always tell. And so she's like, yeah, you should go lay down or something. So, uh, I, I was gonna ask when, uh, like, how how common is it now, or like, when was the last time you had a serious flare up? Uh, I mean, like, last flare up uh, could be like uh, maybe like a month ago. Okay. I mean, it's I really don't get many flare ups, like just randomly. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, if I eat something, that's normally when it, I wouldn't consider it to the level of a flare up, but mm. my stomach is definitely irritated. And that's okay. like, even tonight, like my stomach's been kind of in pain. Okay. And that was just because I, you know, my classic meal of a mac and cheese and barbecue sauce. <laughs> and use the corn dog as a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of knew like, you know, that was a risk. Uh, eating that but i was yeah. kind of hungry and i was craving it so yeah yes you can't you can't live your whole life worried about it too much you know sometimes you just that's gotta, true you just got to take a shot in the dark and try it it's true yeah yeah definitely that's, that's i mean it's really cool to hear you talk about man um before we get off your story uh is there anything that you want people to know about crohn's or something you want somebody to take away from this Crohn's. know about crohn's um yeah, it's not like uh, a disease that it makes you a different person, I would say. So, um, but to know about it, um, it's a tough question. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like, do you just want like somebody like maybe if someone's going through it, you can tell them like it, it can get better, or like if if uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody so who I, knows who's going through it. Yeah, I would say like I mean, no matter what, they're gonna find some way that'll help you with it Mm -hmm. um i mean if you have it you're 
it's not like you're doomed because yes, you'll have it for the rest of your life, but there's a chance that you can get the perfect treatment and it's like, you don't even have it. I mean, so uh, yeah, you may have to sacrifice one, one day of the month to go get an infusion, but compared to having, you know, the old stabbies is what you're saying to the stomach, you know, what they used to call Uh, it. Yeah, what they called it back in grade school. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it can you can find that they will find something that works for you. They won't just let you uh, get stabbed every single day. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, there's definitely hope, and it's not the worst thing in the world. You'll uh, you'll find uh, something. Yeah, they'll get something for you. Yeah, uh, but uh. Well, thanks for telling your uh, your story on on growing up with Crohn's and what it was like and everything. And it was really cool to hear you talk about. Um, before you go, we have a little um, a little bit that I call "Asked and Answered." So I have uh, eighteen questions. You're not going to answer all eighteen. Um, okay. Uh, it's eighteen questions broken down into three categories: easy, medium, and hard. Um, so I'm actually going to roll a dice. I have a six-sided oh. dice. Yeah, keep it random. And then I'll ask you whatever question correlates with the uh, the number I get on the dice. Sounds good. Um, yeah, easy being like, oh, what's what's your favorite movie? Hard being like, I don't know, if, if, what's what's your greatest fear? Like, stuff like that. Dang, okay. <laughs> um, your first question, <clears throat> you ever seen a ghost? I've ever seen a ghost. Yeah. No. And I'm going to be honest. I just, I don't believe in ghosts. That's fine. Asked and answered. (laughs) Yeah, that's been answered. I just, to me, that question is like seeing is believing. Like, Mm. If I see it, then maybe I'll believe it. But I don't feel like I've ever seen it. All right. Yeah, that's that's a good answer. I'm one of those guys who's always like, no, it was just the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skeptic. It was just the wind, and then I'm the first one to die. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, your next question is: If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Any superpower? Mm-hmm. I've always I've thought about this before, and I just want to be able to fly. You know. Okay, that's not bad. I hate traffic. So. <laughs> that's, that's just to get out of traffic. <laughs> Just to get out of trap, I want to be able to fly. <laughs> well, that's that's not a bad answer, I suppose. I mean, when I'm stuck a in traffic, selfish, but... yeah. I mean, you ditch you ditch your car though. <laughs> that's true. Just leave your car in traffic and just go, or it's, yeah, I mean, that's somebody else's problem now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. <clears throat> For your hard question, oh, now, this, this is a bit of a hard question. Wait, you just rolled the dice? Yeah, I rolled the dice already. Okay. Uh-huh. I did. All right. Yep. You got it. You got a two. And a two. The question that correlates with two is, what is your biggest regret? Biggest regret. If, oh, you, if you don't want to answer it, I could re-roll and give you a different question. Well, I just got to think. You made a lot of mistakes. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say probably like. Biggest regret is probably not trying hard enough uh, for like studies or something like that. Like I didn't, I really didn't try hard in high school. 
I probably could have tried harder in college too. And I think I could have gotten more out of my teaching, you know, and learning. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably my biggest regret is like, and what's, what's hard too is now that I'm a teacher as well, technically, I try to like instill that as like, you guys don't understand, like, like I was in your shoes at one time and I didn't try much, you know, and it's just like, I felt like I could have gotten so much more. Yeah, but, yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it definitely probably would have benefited you specifically as a teacher to try a little harder. So that way you can, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'd hope you, you teach your, your kids to try hard in school, but you know, no, we don't. <laughs> no, you just said none of this is going to matter. Don't even worry about it. Don't even, don't even worry about it. None of this matters. <laughs> Trust me, beyond these walls, the world doesn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that would probably be it. All right, man. Well, yeah, that was, uh, thanks for answering all my questions. Uh, and thanks for telling your story. Uh, before we go, is there, is there anything you want to plug or promote or anything like that? Plug or promote? I don't know. I'm not a big influencer. Um, I mean, just if you're you're trying to get a few likes on the Insta, trying to bump up them Twitter followers. You you can, you can hit up the Insta. I mean, I think it's Kolsky 20. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. C O L S K I two zero. Yeah, you can go. hit up the Insta. You probably won't you won't get weekly updates on there. You might get monthly, but uh, uh, not bad. Twelve posts a year. But definitely, uh, if you if people are listening to this podcast, keep listening to it because it's, uh, it's going to be dope. I mean, all these stories coming out. I think it's interesting that more interesting to hear the everyday people lives than. Yeah going on to celebrity blogs or whatever and mm-hmm. looking up what they're what's going on with them which i mean i know people like to do that but let's listen to the everyday lives yeah yeah that's what that's what my hope with this podcast is is that i can um reach out to people i don't know and they can uh get in contact with me and they can tell their story because like you said we we listen to the stories of celebrities and and uh professionals in all fields and stuff and their stories are great and they they're interesting but like i feel like everybody's got a story to tell everybody has something interesting to say everybody has has a a point in their life that they want to talk about and um i want to hear it and i think other people want to hear it too and i think people would be surprised uh at the amount of people that are uh really interested in in what you have to say as a person so if there's anybody out there who is listening and really wants to be on the show uh you can reach me at uh fredx7 on instagram uh, um hopefully one day we'll set up an email for people to email in and then um if, if you know me personally and you you want to be on the show you can text me or call me or whatever get in contact if you have my number um and I would love to have everybody on the show. So if if you're out there and you you really want to be on it and you really have a story that you want to tell, I personally would love to hear it. Um, until then, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. And it was it was great to have you, Kolsky. Appreciate it, man. All right, I'll take it take it easy, everybody. Deuces. <laughs>